Hello everyone, Mark here with a teaser of what's happening over on Patreon. Every month a new bonus episode is released on Patreon for members to show my appreciation of the support they are extending to the show. These bonus episodes have allowed me to head back through the series episodes where I take topics that were covered briefly and then explore them in a little more detail. These bonus episodes haven't taken anything away from my initial vision of the series, but have allowed me to supplement it with topics in isolation. This teaser is designed to give you an idea of the topics we cover and if these bonus episodes would be of interest to yourself. The teaser for the latest release will remain on the normal feed for a month and then replace with the teaser of the next bonus episode to come out. If you are interested in supporting the series, please consider heading over to the Casting Through Ancient Greece Patreon page, where you can get access to these bonus episodes plus other benefits. Hello and welcome back to another bonus episode here on Patreon. Thanks for all the support you've been giving me over here and I hope you look forward to the next phase of these bonus episodes, where we will now start to get to the Greek and Persian War. Obviously we have covered this period in the main series, but for our bonus episodes we'll be looking at certain subjects and themes in more detail. For this episode we'll be focusing on the Persian intentions as they began to campaign west, with what the Greeks would call the First Persian Invasion. So we have looked at the Ionian Revolt in a little more detail with our bonus episodes, expanding on some of the areas we covered in the series. This saw us looking at questions around the causes for the revolt to break out in the first place. Here we looked at the notion of if individual figures drove the reasons for revolt, or were there bigger issues at play. We are often given the impression that certain figures were responsible for these larger events due to how Herodotus focuses on them, though we can find in his histories a backdrop of larger issues at play as well. We then moved on to looking at how the Persians reacted to the Ionian Revolt and it spread into other areas. Here we saw Persia arranging multiple campaigns that would be spread over a few years. These would end up seeing most regions back under Persian control except for Ionia and perhaps some of Caria. This is where our final bonus episode looking at the revolt would then come in, where we focused on the decisive battle of Lade. This would be where we see the Eastern Greeks put all their eggs in one basket, so to speak. They would put a focus on attempting to defeat the Persian naval forces. However, the various contingents would fail to unite as one, for when the battle would be joined, the Samnians would quit the battle as arranged with the Persians beforehand. This would then have a terrible effect on morale for the rest of the fleet, though some would remain and distinguish themselves in battle. After the defeat at Lade, we would then see the fall of Miletus, the seat of the revolt, with this then in effect seeing the rebellion in Ionia defeated. Now we'll be turning to the events after this defeat from Persia's perspective. This in Greek history would be seen as the beginning of the Greek and Persian War, or the First Persian Invasion. The assumption here by the Greeks, found in the works of Herodotus, being that Persia was bent on subjugating all of Greece, which they were about to launch through this first invasion. Though our focus for this episode, as we look through these events, will be asking if this was Persia's actual intent, with the campaigns that would be launched west in 492 BC and 490 BC. So let's turn to what was happening after Persia had defeated the revolt in Ionia. With Ionia now back within the Persians' control, they set about implementing administrative measures that would help seize stability in the region. Here, a clear system of tribute was re-evaluated, while clear laws to how cities should interact were put in place. This also seeing a clear path to arbitration in place. However, 
Even though the Ionian Revolt had now been stamped out, Persia was looking to send campaigns north across the Hellespont and eventually west across the Aegean. We perhaps need to remind ourselves that Persia had also looked to spread its influence north into Scythian lands, this being in the areas in and around modern-day Ukraine. The campaign that they had launched at the close of the 6th century had not secured firm territorial gains and would see incursions from the north into Persian-controlled areas. So it would seem, now with the cities along the Hellespont back in the Persian fold, a campaign was planned to continue the momentum here and try and secure the lands on the other shore and beyond. As you may remember, after the Athenians' involvement at Sardis, Darius was made aware of what had taken place. Herodotus would tell us that he inquired who the Athenians were, and after he had been told, he asked for a bow. He took the bow and set an arrow in its string, and shot the arrow towards the heavens. And as it flew high into the air, he said, Zeus, let it be granted to me to punish the Athenians. After saying this, he appointed one of his attendants to report to him three times whenever his dinner was served. My lord, remember the Athenians. This would show that Darius had intentions of directing some sort of operation towards Athens. The effort that would head north would be seen as the first attempt to do so, as it would also head west into Thracian and Macedonian lands. This campaign wouldn't end up reaching what would be considered Greek lands proper, if we assume Thessaly to mark this point. However, another campaign would follow two years later, though this would follow a different path and would come across the Aegean. This second effort would reach Athenian territory and would result in a major battle on Greek soil. Though how the Greeks viewed these Persian campaigns was that they had the subjugation of all Greece as their aim. However, as we explore both of these campaigns, we will see if there were other aims and motivations separate from total Greek domination. So let's first turn to the northern campaign of 492 BC. With the Ionian Revolt a thing of the past, Darius now turned to other measures to see the Persian Empire further strengthened. Well, I hope you enjoyed that taste of what's happening over on Patreon. If you would like to support the series, please consider heading over to Patreon, where you can gain access to the full version of this episode, plus many more. Alternatively, you can head to the Casting Through Ancient Greece website and click on the Support the Series button, where you can discover many ways to extend your support to the show. Thank you everyone for listening to the series, and I hope you continue to enjoy what is to come in the future.